0: Good morning, and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and joining us this morning, Zoe Lawhorn, president of the Women's Fund of Smith County. Lots to talk about today, and Zoe, always great to have you join us.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me, and good morning.
0: Good morning. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Zoe, you've been on the show uh, uh, talking about different things over the years. I know you have a long history of uh, nonprofit work and uh, community service work in the community. And uh, how long have you been president of the Women's Fund now?
1: Uh, I think I'm in my second or third year.
0: Second or third year. second
1: year. Second year.
0: Okay, that sounds about right. With everything going on with your organization, I guess it can be kind of hard to keep track. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the Women's Fund with some of your predecessors before that. So uh, the Women's Fund is kind of a veteran organization on this show but always something new to talk about for those who are new to the party don't really know too much about your organization let's get some mission history and background who you are what you do as the women's fund
1: Well, sure. Well, uh, the Women's Fund of Smith County is a collective giving circle, and our mission is to transform the community by enriching the lives of women and children. And we do that through kind of a unique model of philanthropy, um, which I've I've mentioned already, but it's kind of known as collective giving. And that just means exactly what it sounds like. Uh, All members of the Women's Fund pledge an annual Amount of money that goes towards a grant pool. Uh, we have a grants committee that accepts and then thoroughly vets applications from nonprofits located throughout Smith County. Um, And then the membership, those, you know, all of us, who we've pulled our resources together, uh, we place a tremendous amount of trust in the grants committee uh, to go through all these project proposals, make sure they meet our eligibility criteria, you know, and also just ensure the fiscal, you know, um, standing of those organizations, their ability to sustain the projects that we uh, put forward to our membership to vote on that we plan on funding. Um, And then once they've gone through that whole process, The projects are presented to our membership for vote. Every member has one vote. Um, And basically it's pretty simple. At the end of the voting process, we see those projects that have risen to the top um, and we fund as many of those projects as we can, given the amount of money that we've raised through the year. Um, So that's kind of collective giving in a nutshell for our organization. Um, I always like to point out, you know, about, I, I really noticed it last year around Christmas time, but there was this trend on facebook and i saw a bunch of my friends doing it where they'd get a big group together they'd go to a restaurant they'd sit down with a server that they liked Mm -hmm. somebody that helped them throughout the year and they would all give you know a certain amount of money towards the tip so they could give this big tip to the server um, and kind of bless them over the holidays as a thank you for what they've you know how they've made their life more fun and more exciting over the year. And that's just kind of a little micro example of what we do. It's you know, you can do more together than you can do on your own and uh again, that's why we like to say we're better together. And uh, we really believe that and it's a simple idea but um, It has the potential for just incredible impact in our community
0: that's a very good way of explaining it for my money at least you have so many nonprofit organizations in the community and uh, they're good organizations and um, we certainly encourage you to support where your heart is Mm -hmm. but this is again it's a collective giving concept and you also get to impact any number of different mm-hmm. organizations through what you do how did it all get started and i know it goes back about 15 years to the very beginning
1: well it's i love talking about how it started because it was just so organic and very um kind of authentic there was a group of women and you know they were talking about they give $100 here and they give $25 here and they you know they they give it to the agency and they believe in the agency but they you know, really don't know if it's doing anything, you know, what, how much can that amount of money do? And they were, you know, talking about, you know, what could we do to sort of leverage our capacity? You know, maybe I can give $600 a year, Mm -hmm. but I can't give more than that. And I'd really like to make more impact than that. And so that's where the the idea came from it was just well if you know if you give a certain amount and i give a certain amount we can you know we can leverage that impact and all of a sudden we have a lot more to give as a group than any one of us would have as individuals and and that that's really how it started uh we were you know, under the guidance of Fourth Partner, uh, Women in Tyler helped get us started. So there was a lot of really great uh, leadership from other established community organizations as the Women's Fund was beginning to form. Um, and there was just uh, this amazing kind of impulse in this group of women to do more and to do it well. Um, they went through a really specific process of figuring out how our grants uh, a process would work. Um, you know because as a member you're you're giving your money to the women's fund really to steward that money um, and you want to trust that the process is is uh is impeccable you know we yeah we believe that that really that's the heart of our mission and we take it very seriously so that um, any member of ours knows that their money is being stewarded well and it's going to be granted toward an organization that's going to do what they they say they're going to do and you know so over the the next uh i think 15 years at this point right yeah um we've awarded over 2.5 million dollars to 29 different organizations in smith county and um i don't i don't know i know that was the dream of the women that started right. the group but i don't know if they ever imagined that it would grow this 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 much this fast mm-hmm. and um, it's just you know to me it's a reflection of the community we live in and the women who are our members they they want to give they believe in what we're doing and um you know, we just want to be here to support the nonprofit community and enable them to do, you know, dream projects. That's something else. You know, I can talk about later. But yeah, you know, we want to be a catalyst for for things that nonprofits want to do, but they need that big. That big funding to get mm-hmm. get things off the ground. Mm-hmm.
0: Zoe Lawhorn, president of the Women's Fund of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, 909 East Southeast Loop 323, Suite 215 would be the street address. Phone number is 903-509-1771, and Women's Fund SC org is the website. So you were talking about your history, and by 2015, and it's been I guess just a little over seven years now. I think in the summer of that year was when you. Became an official standalone nonprofit, and things have just really kind of skyrocketed from there, which of course we'll talk about during the show, including a big event you have coming up in November. How does one become a member, and what does membership mean for the women who join?
1: Well, it's easy. You can call us on the phone, or you can go to our website. You know, I like to use websites, um, but we have both options. If you're more of a phone person, you can call us anytime. Um, but it's very easy to join the Women's Fund. We have several different pledge levels. That's your financial commitment. Um, I'm a member at the $600 a year level. Uh-huh. Um, and I love the fact that I can pay my pledge out once a month. So it's for me, it's $50 a month. Uh-huh. I don't really notice any pain from that (laughs) pledge payment and um i just i set that all up online it's really easy to do um the next level is 1200 dollars a year and it goes all the way up so um i would just advise people to get online take a look and see what membership level they might feel comfortable with um you know and and start determining where their commitment lies Uh, but once you become a women's fund member you know there's so many opportunities. I love to talk about it in that if you want to get really involved, you can. If you want to just simply pay your pledge and kind of be done you can do that too Mm -hmm. but for women who want to get involved we have all kinds we are a volunteer run opportunity we have two staff excuse me organization we have two staff members but the the most the lion's share of the work is really done by uh, volunteers uh, that are members of organization all the way from our board of directors um, to women who serve on committees and they're involved for a specific event um, or they're serving on the grants committee. That's a tremendous opportunity. It requires a little bit more commitment, but um, you know, if you really want to get involved and learn about what nonprofits do and the type of work that they're doing in our community, that's an awesome opportunity to serve. And um, we also offer you know one of our, main uh, components of our vision for this organization is to educate our membership. So we try to provide really good opportunities to learn more about, um, again, what we're focused on, which is the work our nonprofits are doing. Um, So we've got um, events that you can attend. We also have social events. We want, you know, we really learned this. You always wonder, you know, how effective is our programming (laughs) you know when you kind of do the same thing over and over again you think could i cut this one out does it really make a difference and i think if anything covid taught us how important that social component is to our um our membership because um we've seen a tremendous growth in our numbers since we were able to return back you know to actually being together in person Uh from COVID, right but for those women who really you know maybe you would like to meet some like-minded women who are invested in the community and who believe in philanthropy and in supporting these nonprofits. Uh, we have events that are really for the most part, just social opportunities where you can get together. Right. and meet people who you share interests with. So okay. it's there's really a lot of opportunities once you join to kind of plug in where, where you feel comfortable and where your interests
0: lie. You bet. Zoe Lawhorn, president of the Women's Fund of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Women'sfundsc.org is the website. Office number is 903-509-1771. Your grants program, that is the heart of your mission. You have um, four areas, or is it five? Five areas of focus. Uh, I'm going to learn how to count one of these <laughs> days. Arts and culture, education, health and wellness, and human service. So that's four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but anyway, and it's with a focus on women and children mm-hmm. in Smith County. Let's talk a little bit about that grants program and maybe a little bit about uh, why you chose those particular areas and what it means to the community that you did choose those areas.
1: Uh, well, you know, that um, we wanted to choose... Um, areas of focus that sort of represent the the desires of our membership and that's that's how it it came to be and uh, those areas of focus have changed a little bit over the years Mm -hmm. at one point we would choose one area of focus for that grant cycle and then uh, you know at some point we felt like we wanted to make sure that we were reaching you know multiple areas rather than you know, staying focused too much on one thing from year to year. So we eventually kind of landed on where we are today. And of course, this can always change. Uh, but right now we, you know, when we put our call out for organizations to submit their grant applications, you know, their applications, their projects need to fall within these focus areas. Um, and I think that the areas of focus really just represent our values. You know, we we have a strong commitment to Um, all of these different areas uh, within our community and feel that they are vital to the strength and the growth of of Smith County. Uh, And we also feel like the areas of need that are expressed within those those categories are really urgent and important to the people who, who need help
0: and your grant cycle you 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 were taking grant applications i believe in june and july Mm -hmm. so the application deadline is long over but now the real uh, boots on the ground work begins or has already begun Mm -hmm. Uh, i i guess going back a couple of months when the grant cycle uh, application cycle actually ended we'll find out i believe in january who the new grantees are and what programs are going to be funding is that the schedule right that's correct okay the big event that we were talking about earlier this is something you've done um, remember how many years you've been doing this i know it's familiar turf when we get together but i know it's been going on for some years now the power of the purse mm-hmm. luncheon
1: right this is our 15th annual power of the first luncheon so
0: you got started right up with that right you know, at the very right. beginning didn't waste any time and this is your signature fundraiser coming up on november the 8th if you don't already have that on your calendar you might want to pencil that in and i believe it's going to be from 11 to 1 mm-hmm. at the crosswalk conference center at green acres baptist church and uh, of course the idea is of course to raise funds to um, hand out to these nonprofits that you choose but uh, one of the things uh, uh, the person we really want to talk about right now is Becca Stevens she is our guest speaker she's the founder of Thistle Farms in Nashville Tennessee and mm-hmm. I have to admit that I was not familiar with Becca Stevens until I was doing my homework and checking your website She's got quite an impressive track record if you can talk about her and talk about her as a as an incentive for people to come mm-hmm. and learn and to give at this luncheon
1: all right I just uh, you know. I think every speaker we've had's been great, but I have just a special. I think she's just going to be so amazing. She's she's just a really unique person. Um, She is, as you said, the the president and CEO. I'm sorry, the founder and CEO of Thistle Farms. She's also an Episcopal priest. Um, She's an author. She's written multiple books, um, ranging from poetry to, uh, you know, kind of some very spiritual guidance, um, books that are really meant to inspire, you know, peace and growth, um, and spiritual connection to, uh, what you're doing here on, on this earth. And, um, you know, just beyond all of that, she's, she's really neat. She's really into uh, craft work, (laughs) which sounds interesting, but I know there's a lot of women out there that are very interested in craft work. And she has this connection between craft work and what you're doing kind of together in these circles uh, to spiritual growth and connection with other people, you know, and just in general, kind of the healing power of love and and connection um, and what that, you know, Transformation, the transformative effect that that can have on people, particularly people who are in distress and, and maybe who are trying to recover from different types of trauma. Um, Thistle Farms is an organization that's dedicated to um, helping women overcome trauma that they've experienced as a result of child abuse, uh, sex trafficking, prostitution, you know, very specific uh, traumatic experiences that make it very hard to have a successful future as an adult. Mm -hmm. And and she started out with four women in a house and she just she's created this concept really from the ground up on her own. Um, And it's grown, uh, you know, from that original home with four women. I think there's over 500 houses uh, now across the country and there's also a global aspect to the work that she's doing where, you know, she brings women together either around uh, survival, um, of sexual trauma, you know, or in other countries where poverty is such a huge component of what's going on, lack of resources, um, in those areas in particular, she uses this craft work, uh, kind of model of bringing women together, creating products that they can sell, uh, generate revenue for their villages or their, you know, whatever small little population they're in, um, and sort of, you know, help to elevate that community so that they can have, uh, a a better quality of life.
0: Very good. Zoe Lawhorn, president of the Women's Fund of Smith County, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, 903-509-1771. If you want to give him a call, womensfundsc.org is the website. Moving on with Becca Stevens um, and just a little bit more about her and about the power of the purse lunch. And coming up November 8th. um, She's been there and done that. Uh, She experienced the death of her father and subsequent child abuse when she was five Longed to open a sanctuary for survivors offering a loving community and that's where it all began for her so it's obviously very personal for her and she uh, from what you're telling me and from what i read on your website has re- and uh, the link that you sent me which t- tells a little bit more about thistle farms which people are welcome to check out and encourage to check out uh she's obviously um uh expanded her, uh every just everything that she has to offer in mm-hmm. in a large number of ways so it should be a very interesting and i believe very uplifting and enlightening right. experience for people who come
1: i'm glad you said that because it sounds like kind of heavy and it's not she's funny you know she's just very very entertaining and interesting uh-huh. and i think you know it's just gonna be and i really believe it's gonna be a transformative moment for people who come she's just captivating i'm i'm so excited myself just to see her and hear what she has to say
0: okay so that's the power of the first luncheon the signature fundraiser for the women's fund of smith county november 8th 11 to 1 at green acres baptist church's crosswalk conference center and uh, what else do people need to know anything about the cost or how they can Uh, Register or get tickets. Simple matter of going to your website. Yep,
1: just go to the website. There's tickets, individual tickets. There's sponsorships still available. Um, This is a big event every year, and we're you know hopeful and expectant that it will grow. Uh, So the earlier you can get in there and reserve your spot, the better, and uh, you know make sure that we have space for you. Um, Another, there's all kinds of other things that go on during Power of the Purse. Our Give Girls will be there. Um, They've got a surprise product that they're going to be selling this year we'll talk more about them in just a moment right support their fundraising but we have our traditional fundraisers going on for them too where they sell funky socks (laughs) and of course we have you know all kinds of fun stuff Cole and company donates our gift boxes and they've Hmm. been agreed to give us 100 this year, so there's a really great chance you could win a beautiful piece of jewelry from Colin Company. Um, and then, of course, we have um, all of our typical activities going on. Uh, Becca Stevens is gonna bring some of her product line, which is, is beautiful, home decor items, mm. aromatherapy and candles and different things. So I just think it's gonna be fun. It's got There's a lot of uh, excitement surrounding the event, and we just can't wait to to be together again
0: very good again that 's the power of the purse luncheon, November eighth at crosswalk eleven until one a signature fundraiser for the women 's fund of Smith County, which is our topic this morning, and our guest, is Zoe Lawhorn, president of the women 's fund of smith county i 'm john sims and you 're with in Focus. You talked about the give girls mm-hmm. I guess that 's kind of gotten to be the brand for them and sort of a uh, fun-loving way, and what we're talking about is the Give Program. This is modeled after the Women's Fund. We've talked about this before. A group for high school-age girls that fosters an awareness of community nonprofits, volunteerism, and philanthropy. Gets them started early in the game. Tell us a little bit more about that. And I know you have a meeting coming up in just a few hours.
1: We do. We're headed right there after this. Uh, but the Give Girls are meeting today at three thirty. It's their first meeting of the year. Um, if this is the first time you're you're hearing about it, and you'd like to. To get your daughter involved, uh, you're welcome to join us. The, the meeting is going to be held at the Mentoring Alliance. And uh, Give is really just, uh, it, it's just an offshoot. Like you said, it's modeled after our, our own model of, excuse me, model of philanthropy, which is collective giving. Uh, the girls meet once a month uh, for a period of time during the year. It's it's during uh-huh. you know, the school year. So it's, it's not all year round, but it's about nine months. And they do everything from... A community service project where they go and volunteer at a non-profit that's one of their meetings and uh, their big fundraiser for the year is they sell funky socks <laughs> and, and that, that, does, that sounds pretty vague but if you saw them they're funky socks they're crazy socks with fun patterns and all kinds of things uh-huh. and, they, for the most part, they sell those at Power of the Purse. They make really great uh, Christmas gifts and stocking stuffers and holiday presents. So that's their big fundraiser. This year, like I said, they've come up with this really unique idea that they're going to introduce at the um, at the event. Uh, but then throughout their meeting schedule, we have... Uh, representatives from different nonprofit organizations come and talk to them about what's going on. Uh, They learn about different um, issues. We ask them to research nonprofits and to start teaching them about, you know, when you're learning about nonprofits, something's going to pull your heartstrings. You know, you're going to connect with a mission and and realize that maybe you have a love for that work and the people that that nonprofit is serving all right um and so that's part of what we do is just teach them how to to figure out where their their philanthropic passions lie and teach them how to get involved and then of course ultimately you know they raise their money and they award a grant last year their grant award was over ten thousand dollars to the East Texas Crisis Center mm. and that's just a tremendous amount of money that these girls are able to raise and then and go through their own little grants process and figure out who they you know what agency they want to make that award to
0: so the give program uh, if you're a high school age girl and you're listening to the show today and uh, you're able to work on pretty short notice head over to the mentoring alliance on broadway across from bergfeld center mm-hmm. in the old bank building and that'll be from three thirty until 5 if you miss the meeting oh my gosh doggone it <laughs> i found out about it too late is it too late for me to join the give program they can just go ahead and call you or go to your website and make arrangements to be a part of it even right. if they miss the meeting right
1: that's great they can come on in okay and we'll plugged
0: in another big event coming up arts in the atrium and that's uh, just a few you'll barely have time to catch your breath after the um give program meeting this will be september 29th at the plaza tower atrium and uh, tell us about it that looks like a really interesting project
1: well, Arts in the Atrium is one of, I mentioned earlier that we put educational events or opportunities together for our membership. And this is going to be a really cool one. Uh, we're having it at the Plaza Tower, as you said. And we will have representatives from um, East Texas Symphony Orchestra, Tyler Museum of Art, young audiences. And help me, I'm missing one. Um, Let's see.
0: We have uh, Caldwell Arts yes, Academy. Yes, thank you. we Caldwell
1: good. Arts Academy. And for those of you who are familiar with Caldwell Arts Academy, they have a band of young musicians that's incredible, and they will be providing our music for the evening. Um, I, I know that Young Audiences has a unique performance uh, scheduled for us. And um, each organization is bringing to the group, um, you know, something to represent the work that they're doing in the community so that we can learn a little bit about what they're providing for us as far as arts and cultural opportunities. Um, And just make sure that um, our membership's kind of aware of what the state of the arts is in Smith County right now. And since arts and culture is one of our focus areas for our grants, you know, we just wanna make sure that we're staying in connection with what's happening in that world. Um, And so that when our members have the opportunity to vote on different projects. You know, this just all goes back to that uh, grants process where they, you know, if they have an opportunity to vote on an arts organization, they know a little bit more about why they might want Uh to vote for that organization. So uh, it's open. um, Our members have been um, invited to bring a guest. So if there's somebody that's listening to this and they're not a current member of the Women's Fund, it'd be nice if you'd give us a call so that we kind of make sure we have enough food for you. (laughs) But call the office and let us know that you're interested and we would love for you to come and learn a little bit more about what we're doing. It is, I don't think any men are going to be there. So this would be specifically for women. (laughs) But otherwise, we would love to invite people. I have to work that day anyway. Oh, good. Thank goodness. (laughs) But uh, we would love to to not just talk about what the women's fund is doing but also let people know what these incredible arts organizations are doing to make this a better place to live
0: okay and that's arts in the atrium coming up september 29th at the plaza tower atrium right on the downtown square in downtown tyler as we visit with zoe Lawhorn, president of the women's fund of smith county on in focus i'm john sims women's fund the website office number is 903-509-1771 i have a few minutes left in the show and uh, there are still some things that we can go over. Um, just kind of reviewing here, we've already talked about how the Women's Fund is about collective giving. You believe that together is better. Uh, one of the things that pops out at me as I look at your website is your outreach. Cumulative grants award, and this I guess goes all the way back pretty much to 2007, over $2.5 million mm-hmm. and counting. Smith County nonprofits impacted 29, and you could add to that we we won't know until january when you announce the new grantees but so far 29 different smith county nonprofits have been impacted over the last 15 years and here's the one i like lives transformed Mm -hmm. countless right (laughs) there's no way with 29 there's there's just no way to know but uh, uh that's just says a lot right there um Let's talk a little bit about your core values, collective giving, collaboration, respect, excellence, and responsibility, maybe just a a brief comment on how how those got to be your core values.
1: Right. Well, it's, um, you know, I I think I immediately gravitate towards that word collaboration, um, which is, you know, of course, something that we, um, you know, we believe we do. As an organization, the members are collaborating all of the time on the different initiatives that we pick up within, you know, internally and for our own members, but also the work that we're able to do with the nonprofit community. And, uh, you know, we see ourselves as as a support system for the nonprofit community, whether it's by the funding we're able to provide, you know, or just the exposure that we're giving uh, their, their own projects and their missions back to our organization and the community at large. And we we value that collaborative spirit within the nonprofit community as well. It's really interesting to see how, um, even though we're all focused on different projects and, you know, different initiatives and different needs within the community, there is this ability to team up and to help each other and and provide that support system, um, for the work that we're all, all doing. Um, you know and then excellence i i just always think of excellence as being so embodied by you know in particular our grants committee but also man our board of directors is just the best uh, best group i've ever worked with there's uh, such a commitment to our mission no one's you know we don't stray we we are we are governed by that mission and um you know when you're working with a group this large we have (laughs) over 350 members right now which is the largest we've ever been Mm -hmm. And you know it's easy to get pulled in different directions, and you know you can have ideas. There's so many ideas that come up, great ideas. Uh, but the board of directors, as as you can see from from the beginning, has always been so good at keeping us focused on the mission that w- that we share, and and really being certain that the the efforts and the initiatives and things that we uh, work on together are really in support of that mo- of that mission and, and are focused by it.
0: Okay. Um, and we've gotten through collaboration and excellence. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and mention, uh, at least as I see it, collective giving respect and responsibility, mm-hmm. just really kind of dovetail mm-hmm. with all of that. But I think you hit a couple of the key core values right there, talking about collaboration and excellence. And we are getting ready to wind down the show, mm-hmm. as you may have guessed. They all go so fast. They sure they? do. So, yeah. A quick reminder, we've been talking to Zoe Lawhorn with the Women's Fund of Smith County. Big event, Power of the Purse Luncheon with uh, it's a, uh, your signature fundraiser coming up on November 8th at Crosswall Conference Center at Green Acres Baptist Church. And your speaker is the dynamic Becca Stevens, founder of Thistle Farms in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to that website, uh, womensfundsc.org for more information. Zoe, great visiting with you. Come back and see us. Appreciate what you're doing, what you've done for us today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: You bet. Zoe Lawhorn, Women's Fund of Smith County, our guest this morning on in Focus. I'm John Sims. Thanks for joining us and see you again next week on In Focus.